atmosphere. This is this is my favorite one. So you want me to like sing the lyrics to the song? Two mm -hmm. lyrics. Yo, turn this up a little bit. Special uh, episode in Albany, New York, with witches, but it's spelled with two V's. He confused the shit out two of me. Two V's confused the hell out of me. I didn't know it was two V. I was, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I told, I'm gonna tell you my age on that one. I didn't get it. <laughs> but when you told me it, it was fire. Thank you. It was fire. So I want to shout out uh, my boy at Rex Corollis, engineer extraordinaire, my boy Rex Corollis. I want to shout out Quan Avalin, OG underscore Frank. They're not here in New York with me. I came down to visit my boy. He graduated. I'm going to put some of that in the, in the video as well. And uh, shout out my boy LFR family. Thank you for rolling with us during this time. Uh, and uh, where can we find you at? All your social media plugins. Right now I have one and album. Hand me, and hand me that if you want to get that out your way. Let's oh, these you got one album. I got one album. It's called Beautiful Chaos. It came out on Halloween and you can find that on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. But I do have a few singles and many projects that are on SoundCloud and some older stuff. Okay, okay. So you're, you're on Spotify. What, 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 where can we find you? What name? At, uh, on Instagram, you're on Instagram as well. It's at witches. Spell that hot so they could spell that. V V I T C H E S with an underscore at the end. Say it one more time. V V I T C H E S underscore. So he got me because the V's represent a W when they're together. <laughs> <laughs> What made you choose that name? Well, have you ever seen the movie The Witch? Nah. All right, so it's like, it's about the witches of Salem and it's on Netflix. Okay. okay. And actually before um, the letter W was created, when writing people would just put two V's together to symbolize it until it actually became a W. I want to say I knew that. I remember that from teachings that I got of old. Okay, okay, so you kind of threw that in there. Would you say living out here in this area, Albany gave you that kind of that, that thought process is to create that way? Um, I, would, I wouldn't say that. I chose the name more so because, you know, I love horror movies. Okay, okay. It's something I used to be really scared of. Um, just anything paranormal or scary. But over a good amount of time, you know, I became just desensitized to all that stuff. And then, scary movies. Yeah, and then I actually started embracing it. And I have some hints of it in my music whether it be from the use of reverb to induce a little bit of eeriness or whatever it may be, but. Yeah. Use some kind of scary 
sound yeah. or something in there. Yeah, so oh, okay. you're not used to you're not used to hearing right away. Okay, okay. So, do, so do you like Marilyn Manson? People like that? Like yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a few. Um, there's a few people I'd like to say I respect more than actually enjoy their music, just for the sole purpose of the way they're expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Marilyn Manson, I like. There's a few songs of him that mm-hmm. I like, I enjoy, mm-hmm. but for the most part, he's like an icon oh, yeah, to yeah. a lot of people. He is. I Speaking about how your music is influenced by horror movies, horror movies, anything eerie, just just basically um, stuff we don't we don't really understand because that's where I feel like you could pull a lot of creativity from that imagination since we we truly don't know everything that's out there. We can kind of create ways to to cope with that fact instead of being scared. Mm-hmm. Or having fear set behind it. If you start to embrace it, it becomes way less scarier. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a scary movie guy. I'm gonna tell you because they don't scare me. I feel yeah. like it's just it's like they you try to just gross me out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> if you try to gross me out, you succeeded. It's gross, you know. But is it scary, man? Let me tell you. I catch one of them guys. Somebody, <laughs> boy, it's gonna be a fight for me. It's not gonna be an easy battle. Let me tell you that. Yeah, you know? I'm not just about to let. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. You could, you could have two hatchets. Hey. You have a hook on your hand. Hey, you stupid if you ain't come with a gun. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you came with hatchets and hooks. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hack it. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. that. I don't even have to be famous as long as I can make music comfortably. That's, that's basically where what my mind is. Yeah. You just want to be able to make music full time. Well. That slightly make you a little famous. I'm gonna tell you that because I do have some pairs of mine that do make music full time, but they're not the traditional sense of fame. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people know them, so they can eat. <laughs> so you kind of gotta have a little of that. So uh, what 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 influenced you to make music? What made you go? This is what I love to do. Um, well, I used to be really chubby uh, growing up, so I wasn't. I wasn't getting no attention from any females and you know sometimes people's um direct attitude towards me would just be like malicious or or like crude intent just -hmm. because of how I looked physically so I spent a lot of time amongst myself I read almost every day I drew I wrote and I that that was just basically my life for up until eighth grade year and, and beyond and I began to lose all that weight and I just had all these skills and I understood myself and I understood what I wanted from life mm-hmm. just like even in middle school so it allowed me to see past the bullshit of today when you know you got distractions mm-hmm. like other people or people saying stuff about you if you know what you hold true and what you hold dear anything else anyone ever says to you it it becomes like irrelevant 100 percent, man i love that i love that a lot man i love that a lot i like that you you knew that you know that you figured that out so in regards to covid19 and dealing with covid19 how, how, how have you been uh bearing this whole covid19 quarantine and then all that how have you fared what have you been up to um actually when covid hit last year I used that to start um, producing with uh, my group of friends. 
at first we you know we were like we knew of each other through a mutual friend but we we quickly like created a a, a very intense bond with each other having studio sessions up to like 13 hours a day back to back and yeah from from about like i want to say late april up until september we just cultivated my my first album and i gotta thank all those guys matt leem andrew they were just there addy of course <laughs> they they helped me a lot and matt leem andrew addy you gotta thank those people who else, yeah. who else was there matt leem andrew, andrew addy, addy. Uh, Jerome too. Jerome. Yeah. Romy Rome. My boy in the military. Okay. But now nah, we just we just spent a lot of time um getting better as artists. You so know? they're all the artists as well, or are you just the artist and they just chill with you, produced? What 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 what's their what's their roles? Matt is a he's a piano player and a producer. He uh he's a producer for this this group that's you know fairly well known up here the Glockstar group and you know he just um he's an amazing producer the Glockstar group yeah. I like that name <laughs> Liam you know he raps um he's been picking up more of like a bass too mm -hmm. I've seen him and yeah he I we've literally sat with each other in the room smoking playing beats he will rap for five straight beats mm -hmm. Let it sit for like two minutes and then come back to a rap on like six more. <laughs> Addy has an incredible flow. You know, we've made a few songs, just like some nice catchy shit. Dope. Dope. But no, nah, those are all my guys. And Andrew, you know, he doesn't really record, but you know, that's our boy. Okay. He just, he just, yeah, he's, he's, he's there. there. Yeah, he's there. Motivation. Yeah. That's but fire. on like 13 hour stretches. That's fire. I wonder if I could park back here. I think I'm gonna just park on the main strip, across the street. Okay, okay. It's always good to have a group of friends. So, you, would you say that they help uh, mature and nurture your sound? Because I remember when you first, first started yeah. to here, we came a long way. <laughs> and I feel like where you're at right now is pretty dope. Thank you, thank you. But nah, they most definitely help craft my sound. Like, just working with each other and having new ears other than my own to listen to you know the stuff we make it's just it's incredible and it's even better because they're they're really open-minded you know they're not like control freaks we just kind of all add our little our little bit to this big thing that we're all putting towards word word i really man i i, I like it i feel like it's uh it got like a punk vibe it got a alternative vibe you got a hip-hop vibe it's it's all of that to me in your music and i really enjoy it i'm happy you found your own flow thank you thank you found your own flow so what are, what are the next steps next steps go down to maryland you're coming out of the md md Right. <laughs> get this education and put myself in a position so that I can be able to make music full time and be comfortable at the same time. Word, word. I think you're gonna be able to do it. Well, right now, man, guys, we're gonna take a quick brief break. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna go check out some food. Uh, I'm chilling with my boy, Witches. Uh, right now, I'm gonna play a short song right here. 
you played me uh, Atmosphere. Yeah, that was the first song on my the debut album. Atmosphere is gonna be playing right after this, right here, this break. So check out Atmosphere. What, 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 what? I already know what got you to make that song, but you can tell us. Because <laughs> the person told me. The person did tell me. Uh-huh. Um, I wrote this song for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be really hard for me to express myself through words, so I feel as if through art or through music or even writing, I can better articulate just how I'm feeling. And, you know, I owe it to those people that, that I love and I owe it to those people that I care for. It's atmosphere. Atmosphere. What's for that person? You know who you are. <laughs> Check it out, y'all. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to All Gas, No Breaks podcast and subscribing and listening and sharing all that good stuff. Right now, I just want to take a quick pause to shout out our sponsor, District Professional Cleaning Services for this episode. District Professional Cleaning Services, these are good young folks. Uh, They've been out since 2012. They're professional cleaning specialists out in the Washington, D.C. metro area, specifically the D.C. metro area. Contact these good young folk here. They are uh, specialists in uh, addressing this COVID-19, keeping your house clean and disinfected, your standard home cleaning um, and, you know, deep cleans. They handle your move in and outs, cleanings, estate cleanings, and they also do same-day trash and junk hauling, believe it or not, same day. Check these guys out. Their phone number is 202-521-4234. Once again, 202-521-4234. 202-521-4234. Their number will be right down there. Contact these guys. Get the house clean. Keep everything clean and disinfected. Keep listening to All Gas, No Breaks. And if you want to follow these guys online, they're on Instagram. Their Instagram is DPCS underscore cleaning. Once again, DPCS underscore cleaning. District Professional Cleaning Services. They state that they are affordable and reasonable, and they're going to work with you. Reach out to them. Keep tuning in. Peace. So, back here again, my boy, Witches. Witches, plural. Right? Witches. (laughs) Plural. So, what's your cultural background? 
I try not to, um, just because I wanna. Um, I don't want my music to be held by any boundaries. Okay. You know, so it's like whatever, whatever I seem to make, and whatever I seem to cultivate. That's just, you know, coming from me, and then in that state of just, you know, stream of consciousness. So I try not to impose too much just on. Uh, dealing with is just like my background and my sound okay 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 so panamanian african-american you're not trying to incorporate that too much into your music but one day but i heard some i heard a track though you kind of had like a a, a, a a i felt like it had like a salsa vibe mm -hmm. a caribbean vibe to it though and you freaked yeah. that joint though no nah, yeah no i it, it's it sounds it sounds good like if i i'm not gonna not choose it just because you know it's, it's like my background if it sounds good i'm gonna put it out there and there's a there's a ton of like hispanic bass sounds mm -hmm. and like samples that i run into that i really mess with even if it's like maracas or it's a, some sort of like spanish guitar okay so what does your work aim to say like what do you what do you what are you trying to what are you saying with your music um well my music for me it represents uh it represents like stabs in time. They serve as reminders of a feeling, a memory, um, a specific, a specific moment. So both good and bad, you know, it's just what I seem to be feeling at that time or what I'm going through mentally. And if it's bad, when I get through it, it's really good to look back at it and to see like exactly just how I was feeling and exactly what I overcame in that moment. If it's good, it's a, it can be nice it, to just go back and reminisce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You like sports? I love sports. What's your favorite sport? Basketball. What you think about the playoffs right now? Playoffs. Uh, <laughs> Who you rooting for? LeBron. You rooting for LeBron? I think LeBron getting it, man. You think LeBron getting it? LeBron is out right now. He's he out. They're not in the playoffs no more. Oh, they got taken out, right? Yeah, yeah I thought so, right? The, the, the Suns took him out. Yeah. Chris Paul getting hit. Well, he lost Anthony. I mean, Anthony Davis went down again. Yeah. I think that I think Anthony Davis is injury prone, man. He is very injury prone. And it wasn't even like this like two years ago. Nah, he was hurt on the Pelicans, remember? What was he hurt? I think he hurt his ankle or his leg or something. Something he always hurt yeah, for some reason. Yeah. I feel like he's always hurt. You know I love basketball too, so I have to ask you that question. So who gonna who gonna get it now? Cause LeBron, I get it. <laughs> who you got? Philly looking scary. Philly looks scary. Philly looking scary. And Bede is a beast. Yeah, and you got Ben Simmons too. Seth Curry. Seth Curry, he playing. Yeah. He gonna get his. His brother not in the playoffs either. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody got their time. You know. Uh, hope LeBron bounce back from it. Hopefully he get a. Uh, Another star on this team, but that doesn't get hurt. That's what I'm holding for. Yeah. This guy keeps getting hurt. This guy keeps getting hurt. All right. I, I went off topic for a little bit because I know we like, you know, you like ball and we balled yesterday, so I have to ask you about that. Uh, next question for you is uh, Do you put like politics in your music? Do you comment on politics in your music? Do you try to touch on that or social issues? Um, I try and do it 
to the point that it's still digestible to the audience and it's not overbearing and it, it doesn't cause like a sense of stress because I know how stressful um, just politics in general can be and I know people have their different opinions on different things but one thing I wanted my music to do is actually unite people and not drive them apart so so yes or no I mean, kind of kind of yeah if like if if I feel strongly about an issue or like a social cause then I will most definitely incorporate it into my music but I don't you know that's like not the aim like every single time you know you have a song you could say you felt like it was socially or politi politically written for do you have a song like that this one demo song that I have um, it's really old though and it was just basically about accepting people for who they are uh, skin color um, sexual preference mm -hmm. you know just let everyone be yeah so you, so you touched on it already in some of the music yeah so uh, who are your biggest influences three your top three influences and why my top three influences. Uh, in any realm in life. Don't gotta be musically. Gotcha. Um, I would say... And they don't gotta be superstars either. Yeah. Put that out there too. Uh, Peter Steele from Typo Negative. He's just like seven... He's like almost seven foot. Um, he wow. was the lead singer for this band. But uh, he passed away a couple years ago. But... He left a, an incredible legacy and just like a solid fan base to follow and he um the, uh, the reason i love peter Steele and his music is because one of his albums uh were just a reflection of his love for nature and just being outside and i was watching an interview with him and he was basically he always had this dream of creating like this glass extension to like a house like in the forest mm -hmm. so that he could experience like being in the snow without physically being out in the snow <laughs> <and he could laughs> still see and stuff like that. Um, Peter Steele. Who else? Uh, I would have to say I appreciate um, his content. He just, he just, even when he was on Fear Factor, uh -huh. like I was really messing with him. Cause like that just brings back like a whole flood of memories from when I was younger and stuff like that. And it kind of feels good because, you know, I've kind of, I kind of feel like I evolved with him. Okay. Alongside the way because I remember being young and then just, just watching him be like uh, talk shows or whatever. But, you know, now I like see it completely different side of him that also resonates with me so it just feels good to um, just have that understanding even if I don't like personally know him or anything yeah so that's funny you say that because I, I like Joe Rogan yeah, for much as me in the podcast yeah bro. yeah like a I'm not saying like a like a complete because in all honesty I don't really I don't really like look up to a lot of 
people other than myself just because I know everything that I'm capable of doing. I'm like, I'm fully sound within myself. So, and I'm also just trying not to um, recycle a sound. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to formulate who I am in the best way possible and like just fully me. But if I, um, if I were to choose one more person, yeah, it would have to be Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. I love I love his works. Ever since I was a little kid, or dark, yeah. he's very dark, without being grotesque. Yeah, or um, H.P. Lovecraft, even though he was a little racist. Yeah. Like, what was your favorite episode? Favorite scene? Uh, Rats in the Wall. Rats in the Wall. What was that? It was basically um, so. This uh, this guy, he lived with like his cat and wildly racist cat name. The cat's name was Nigger Cat. Okay. But he had this black cat and he was. It kind of it kind of reminded me of um, the story uh, with Edgar Allan Poe, um, Telltale Heart. Okay. Uh, he thought he was hearing like rats in the wall, and it would just like grow like with each day just like hearing the rats in the wall and it would like drive him to insanity until one day he just completely went insane. He thought he had rats in the wall. Yeah, he thought he had rats in the wall. But on this, but, it's, but you watch that show Lovecraft Country? Oh no, not Lovecraft Country. Oh okay, not that so, so no, it was oh, no, oh, there okay. was a there was a show where it just like compiled like a bunch of I his, seen like, that. his poems and stuff like that and they like make them to like a monumental. Oh okay, so I, I got it confused. There's a show on say it's HBO mm-hmm. it was called Lovecraft Country have you seen that I've heard of it oh man if you like horror and I'm not even a horror guy like I would tell you that show was really good without being grotesque and it was but it was gross though that's yeah. what they were doing check it out you're gonna you're gonna dig it you know I'll check it out check it out am I going too far am I going the right way going to Arbor Park. Yeah. <laughs> Telling me it's down Arbor this way. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Telling me this way. Okay. Okay. So we know why you got your top three. I, and back to the Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I, I was gonna agree with you because, like, you know what? He is an influencer. Uh, he influenced me in this podcast game. I love that he influence. He, he interviews anyone. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what I took on with this show. Was like, yo, I'm interviewing people that are just doing shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all are just we just trying to do something and yeah, let's make it happen. So how have you been developing your career? Um, well, actually, what I'll do is like every every few months or so, I'll go to like a Google Doc and then I'll put bulletins down of things that'll help me just cultivate my sound. So the last one I can remember is um, I wanted to get into more shoegaze. So What's I that? so shoegaze is basically. Um, it was kind of a short-lived era, but it took place in the 90s, like mid-90s to early 2000s. And it was basically the use of guitar pedals. Okay. And you would morph the sound so much that it would sound like a completely different thing than what it originally was. And it was just like the blending of sounds and like morphing the sounds together to compile into the, um, you know, this one big, this one big piece. Shoegaze. Yeah, and they call it shoegaze because uh, the musicians would look down at the pedal or like their shoe uh, while they played. 
So you you play uh, instruments. What instruments are, are, is it that you play? The guitar, the bass, the ukulele, the violin, the viola, and the harmonica. And you're incorporating all these instruments in your music. The one I have lead, uh, yet to incorporate is the viola and the harmonica. The viola and harmonica. I use the violin sample in one song though. Okay. When are you gonna put some more electric guitar in your music? You gonna plan on doing that anytime soon? As soon as I get my electric guitar fixed. Is this the part? Uh, no. Yes, you go down. Okay. Cool, cool. But I, have a, I showed you that red and black axe that was in my room. That shit was beautiful. Yeah, I have the, the, um, the input I have to get fixed, but it's fairly easy to fix. It's just like talking to me. Uh, you got to tell me where we at then, where we going? Right here, right? That's the part? Yeah. In regards to marketing your music and, you know, seeking opportunities to play your music, how you doing that? I'm not doing much of that right now. I just, um, you know, just getting out of school and stuff like that. Uh, I just want to um, really make sure I'm sound in my music so that when the opportunity arises, I'll just, I won't even think second, second thoughts about it and I'll just have full control of the situation. Mm -hmm. I wanna, I wanna get to the point where I could, um, you know, I could be intoxicated and still play well. Beautiful. Not even know it, just second nature. Yeah, like and, muscle memory. And they might even be better because you're even like you're not thinking about yeah, it. You're yeah, you're just in the you in the flow of things when, when you're not thinking too hard about something, you just allow yourself to do it. Yeah, it's a way better feeling. How have you been cultivating your 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 fan base? And what does your fan base look like? Have, have, can you have you told? Can you tell yeah, what they I've, look like? Yeah, I've seen. Um, so basically, uh, when you put music on Spotify or Apple Music, they there's also another app which is like the Spotify artist app. Yeah, but yeah, and then they show you the demographics for it and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. most of my stuff is just like in this area. I do have some just like consistent listeners in like Connecticut. Okay. There was uh, on my SoundCloud. There was a few people in like Hong Kong. But that just probably randomly just pops up for some reason. Because they randomly just been like, you know, I need to hear something new, and I'm gonna try this out. So there, so right now you're saying the majority of fan base is coming from here, yeah. Connecticut. Uh, are they African American, Caucasian? Uh, it's a it's a nice mix. It's like almost a complete split between just like black and white, male, female, mostly uh, females, mostly female. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good job. What age? Uh, I want to say like mid twenties. Ah. Look at that. Good job, man. You do have that uh love music vibe. Like even the stuff when you're spitting that 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 hard shit, it feels still like it's romantic. Yeah. Is that uh is that purposeful? Like the purpose you do that on purpose? Uh sometimes I do that on purpose because, you know, I've had a lot of shit happen between me and some females and it's just the way that I express it is the way that I remember it. And some people think like I make a song and that just so happens to be like what's really on my mind at the time but no it just may be like i'm thinking about shit and i'm revisiting the thought and then i'm like i could really put this together in a better way so that i could just look back and understand it better because like two years three years from now all the memories that you know i currently have they're gonna get fuzzy but you know you got this song it stands the test of time and then it'll trigger something in your head so you, you completely remember just how stuff was. Mm-hmm.
Okay. Then the point. If you could tell your fans something right now, what's the one thing you tell your fan base right now? If you could tell them something right now. To anything. You want to tell your fan base something. They never got to hear from you in, you know, an interview ever before. But now you have this opportunity to tell your fan base something. What would you tell them? To live on their own accord. Uh, no matter how, no matter how hard it may be, um, how stressful something you may want can get. Uh, at the end of the day, this life is too short to, you know, be halted in fear or just halted in, in um, you know, self-doubt. Just really believe in yourself and you could accomplish whatever you have your mindset on. Perfect, man. Well, tell the people where we can find you. Crasher. Yeah, yeah, okay. Crasher, yeah. So tell us where we can find you, your Instagram, your Facebook pages, any of your social media. Where can we find you? You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud under Witches. Um, you can find me on Instagram as Witches, V-V-I-T-C-H-E-S with an underscore. And yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right, man. Super Saiyan Santi, All Gas, No Breaks podcast. We about to hit to this park real quick. Yo, uh, shout out to Quana Diva Valen. Shout out to OG Frank. Shout out to Rex Corollas. Check out Witches. The music is fire. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm about to, I'm putting you guys onto some new shit right here. You're gonna thank me. You're gonna love me because it's something I guarantee you haven't heard. And it got that nice bounce. And you can sing to it too. It's like you're sing-songing, rapping almost. Then you're rapping. Then you, it got a nice melody. I like it. I love the music. I can't, I can't wait to hear more. My, my family now, my wife and I dig it, and we're proud of you. Happy graduation. Keep killing, keep winning. Super Saiyan Santi Santi.
I've seen all the spaces in between And you know I don't need words just to tell what that means Dead of the night, you are not who you seem And you've got ghost eyes and sharp edges on your teeth Looked in your eyes and I saw time bend It's a pretty long time, doesn't mean it'll mend we make amends, but you do it again Why you take my energy, girl, you got me spent What you do 